if the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth is a historical fact, then he's who he claimed to be. And the, the New Testament, written by his followers, is the truth. And so if, if you're looking for answers, you owe it to yourself to at least check it out. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, still broadcasting from my home here in Fort Worth. And today we've got a very special guest, Mark Burgett. Mark is right now an associate staff member with Search in Oklahoma City. But for uh, the past, how many years have you been with, with Search, Mark? Well, uh, for, with Search, uh, 19 Okay, for the past 19 years, you've been on our staff uh, full-time in Oklahoma City and most recently as a managing director. But um, Mark, just so I can brag on you a little bit to everyone, Mark, Mark, 20 years ago about, left a very prestigious job running the biggest law firm in Oklahoma. Mark's a very talented lawyer, spent about the last 19, 20 years with Search, and then friend of yours, uh, now the governor of Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, asked you if you'd serve as general counsel when he uh, got elected last uh, a couple years ago. And so you've stepped into that role, and we're going to talk about that. But Mark, I uh, just want to thank you for joining me on the podcast to bring your perspective to what's going on in uh, Oklahoma City regarding this coronavirus. So just can you give us a sense of what's the feel um, on the street there? How's this affecting everyday life? Well, like it is most places, I would say that uh, people, it, the, the speed with which this has happened, I think, has caught everybody off guard. And then the, um, the projected severity of it across our country as we watch what's happening around the world. And so I think it's got people uh, on edge, obviously. Uh, the challenges that are created to the economy and particularly to small and medium-sized business owners and it just, uh, it's, it's a shock of um, un <laughs> unprecedented proportions. So we're, we're navigating it day by day, so to speak. Yeah, it sure feels like it's, it's just overwhelmed the whole country. Um, so similar everywhere, unfortunately. Uh, I think I'm most curious to know, what's it like working for the governor right now? Well, it's been 24-7. Uh, I told somebody the other day that I think I now know how my parents felt the week after December 7th, 1941. Uh, everything's up in the air, all these challenges, questions, what's the future hold? So uh, here the governor has, has established a, a task force that's working around the clock uh, monitoring conditions, trying to collect accurate information, uh, plan and prepare, make sure that the healthcare system doesn't get overloaded, trying to track down equipment. So uh, uh, everything from trying to draft and think through executive orders with respect to the population and what we do, uh, how to manage this economically, so that the economy doesn't just completely come to a halt. Uh, again, these are questions that uh, people haven't had to deal with before, or at least maybe in a hundred years, and uh, and it happened so fast. 
that it's just taken everybody by surprise, as I said. So uh, the governor and his team are working around the clock, and I'm sure that's the case in every state in the country. Some states are hit harder, obviously. Uh, New York and California and Washington in particular. Um, states with large population centers have to really be careful. So it's it's repeating itself you know, in all 50 states and most large metropolitan areas, for sure. Well, I think I can speak for everyone when I just say thank you for serving in the capacity you're serving. And I'm sure glad that somebody like you is there to help. So thank you, Mark. And um, just this is something that we've been doing on the podcast, which is having everyone share something from the Bible that they feel is relevant. And as you know, Mark, some people listening to this, they'll they'll be all in with the Bible. They they believe it, trust it. Others others won't. And so we're using this to say um, it's an opportunity to see what it says. It's a pretty important book. And even if you don't necessarily know what you believe about it when you're listening to this, we just encourage you to to think about it, to think uh, through some of the things and the lessons that it it shares. And so uh, with that, Mark, what would you like to share with us this morning? Well, uh, a couple of thoughts, Blaine, and as you say, some of the people listening may not have uh, any connection with the Bible at all, and some of the things that uh, they hear coming out of the Bible sound counterintuitive to them. And uh, when I was praying about this yesterday and just praying over my own family and, and our lives, uh, a verse, a passage came to my mind that, uh, again, this may sound counterintuitive to a lot of people, but it's in uh, the letter from James, and it's in chapter 1, and starting at verse 2, he writes, and he says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And that sense, that message, that tone, that instruction, if you will, is repeated by Paul in his letter to the Romans, and um, he says, Again, this is going to sound so counterintuitive. Um, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, but not only so, but we also rejoice in sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. You see, at just the right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And, of course, the men who wrote these passages uh, in the first century were well acquainted with trials and tribulations and suffering. 
And for them to write to followers of Christ and say, look, when you're in a trial time, when you're in a time of tribulation, when you're in a time of crisis, you don't have to despair. You can have hope and you can have faith because we know that this world is not all there is. It's not heaven. Uh, Life here is brief and momentary and passes very quickly, and there's eternity. So keep focused on the important things. Life here is a gift. We all know that. Uh, It's to be enjoyed, particularly among your relationships with loved ones. But keep, keep the facts in front of you, especially when you're going through crises, that this world is not all there is, and it would never was intended to be heaven. So keep your focus where it needs to be on Christ and on eternity. And if you do that, you'll be able to handle crises and trials and tribulations and sufferings with, as James said, joy and faith and perseverance, because you know that this is not all there is. So... I've been reflecting on that and thinking about it and praying it. And is it easy? Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we've become so accustomed to affluence and comfort in our country at this point in history because we've got more comfort and affluence than anybody else in the history of the world. But So to have it kind of jerked away from you within 10 days is uh, – is certainly a shock, but it's a reminder to all of us that uh, keep our keep our attention focused on what's what's truly important, and that's Christ and knowing Christ and being a follower of His. Yeah, it's one of those things, Mark. It's just a great those are great observations. But one of the things I love about the Bible, and it's come up now a few different times on this podcast, but it just presents the world the way it really is. Uh, messed up, uh, all of that, and and so and there's a sense where if we believe that we we should expect these kind of things to happen uh, in general terms, trials, tribulations, uh, hard times, difficulties, because the world in in the the Bible is a is a messed up uh, place, and so I think uh, my last question for you here would be. What does somebody do with this if they don't quite believe the Bible's message? They don't believe in Jesus yet. What's the nugget? What's what's your advice to them? Well, I'd say to check him out. Um, Tim Keller has a great book called Encounters with Jesus. And uh, in the introduction to that book, he says, if you're asking serious questions about life, uh, the one person that you should check out is Jesus of Nazareth. And the one book that you should check out is the New Testament because it offers answers to all of life's big questions. And so if you're looking for answers to those questions, you would be crazy not to at least check them out and consider them. And that's what we do in search all the time is we just try to get people to ask the right questions. And we, we offer answers through conversation but 
I tell men and women, mostly men, all the time, because that's who my interaction is with primarily, check him out. Uh, Take a look at the life of Jesus, and most importantly, take a look at the facts for the resurrection. Because if the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth is a historical fact, then he's who he claimed to be. And the, the New Testament, written by his followers, is the truth. And so if, if you're looking for answers, you owe it to yourself to at least check it out. Good words, Mark. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I really, really do want to thank you. I know your time is valuable, and we're grateful to, to have you. And I just want to thank everyone for listening to the Search in Your City podcast. If you liked this, please share it with your friends. Tell other people about it. And until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>